0: This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at sixsecondstories.com. Special announcement, storytellers, I have launched my first online course. I've been waiting a long time. I've been so excited to do this. It is called Uncover the Story to Launch Your Personal Brand. Now, that last word, that last concept, personal brand, is one that I fought against. I resisted, folks, for a long, long time. And hey, flash forward, guess what? When I leaned into it, when I embraced it, when I cultivated a personal brand, the story that I tell others things started to unlock in whole new ways for me. I was able to build a business just off of who I was as a person. Instead of starting from scratch every time I started a brand new project and then bouncing and spinning around from project to project, the core of my business is me. And everything else is extended from that core. So if I want to be Rain Bennett, the podcaster, Rain Bennett, the author, Rain Bennett, the online course instructor, the storytelling coach, the keynote speaker, the filmmaker, they're all coming back to that same core personal brand. This is what I'm helping people do. I started coaching when the pandemic hit because all my speaking gigs stopped and it has impacted my life and I think it's impacted others' lives in such a such a magnificent way, an unexpected way for me. Yes, I consulted with businesses and organizations, but I found the most profound impact by helping other people who had thoughts in the back of their head that they could do great things and serve people and make an impact on the world, but they just weren't sure how to access that thing within them. I helped them do that through finding their story. That has been so fulfilling for me, and I want to help you do that too. The thing is, not everybody can afford the over $1,000 of cost in the coaching package to do that. So I created a 14 lesson course. That has all of the things and more that those coaching packages have, including a community of other storytellers so that you can share your experiences with and you can learn from them as well. All of this for $149. We will put the link to the course in the show notes. We are hosting the course on thinkific.com and it's called the Rain Bennett Storytelling School. And you can always find out information at rainbennett.com. What's up, storytellers, and welcome back to the Storytelling Lab. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host, and I want to say welcome to all entrepreneurs, business people, nonprofit communicators, marketers of any type, influencers, personal brands, anybody that has a message to share, you are welcome here on the Storytelling Lab because you too, my friend, are a storyteller. We're all storytellers because we're human, but when we start to understand how to use storytelling how to leverage storytelling to pursue our missions and accomplish our goals oh my goodness well then we are just as we say in the south cooking with gas my friend we are cooking with gas so this season on the storytelling lab this is episode 103 103 and this season we're getting down to the nitty-gritty last season we talked a lot about the the heart behind storytelling how to be authentic how to get over your fears and all these emotional things and listen we can't untie the heart from the head they are all part of the same person the same storyteller and that's you and we need all of the hearts all of the heart and even when we're working on The head decisions and the tactical advice we're going to talk about this season, the heart is still inherent to storytelling. It's still a part of what we're trying to do because we're trying to communicate and connect with humans, okay? There's a human on the other end of that analytic, right? On the other end of that statistic, there's a person. We're still people talking to people, okay? So that being said, this season, we're going to be talking about various ways to implement the strategy of storytelling. There are a myriad of ways for you to do that. In episode 101, last time you and I were together alone, which that sounded a little strange, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay because we're in this together, okay? What I mean was my non-guest episode. Last time you and I were together alone in episode 101, we talked about sharing your story in a book, and I know a lot of people have that dream, maybe that desire, maybe that goal to put less romantic ideals upon it, right? A strategic business goal. A lot of people have that another one that people have and I talk to all the time is sharing your story on stage I want to be a speaker I feel like I have something to speak about I want to tell my story I think people would benefit from my story or people would be interested in my story especially in business here all the time in fact This has been something I've been thinking about a lot. And I recently launched a series on my TikTok channel called Share Your Story on Stage. And so every day or every other day, I'll do another part and it'll be like, share your story on stage, part six. And the goal is to... Make that industry a little more transparent. The speaking industry has historically been very opaque, hard to see through, a lot of gatekeepers, not a lot of information out there. What do I charge? How do I get gigs without having to like pay for it and sign up for a course? Uh, Previous guest on our show, Grant Baldwin from the Speaker Lab. Um, is an excellent, excellent coach. Has a great coaching program. If you want, it's called Booked and Paid to Speak. If you want to be a professional speaker, and there are other people that have uh, various programs as well. But if you were just a Google search, it's really hard to find that information. So we're going to start talking about some of that, and specifically today's episode is going to talk to those who are in the beginning of their careers or beginning of their strategic business goal to want to start speaking. And I want to help you along that path. How do you get going? How do you prime the pump? How do you get your first paid speaking gig? Now, I think I'm in a very unique place to speak on this, pun intended, because I haven't been speaking professionally that long. My first paid, no, my first booked speaking gig was in October of 2018. That is three years ago. My first paid speaking gig was very soon thereafter in uh, 2019, and I started going along. I started doing well. I started getting national keynotes. Uh, The biggest payday that I had gotten was $10,000 for a speaking gig, and my last national keynote was in February of 2020 for U.S. sailing in San Diego. It was for about 500 sailors in the room. There were tears. There was laughter, raucous applause as I came off the stage, and then in just a few weeks the speaking industry all but ceased at least live events okay most of us pivoted to virtual i actually pivoted to coaching because i had just started getting my speaking career going it wasn't a big you know part of my revenue just a small revenue stream just an additional supplemental uh, income for me but it was something I really enjoyed doing, so I pivoted to coaching to kind of fill that gap, and now we are getting back focused. I'm booking keynotes again. I'm booking workshops. I even am about to travel to Tennessee to deliver an official continuing education course for realtors. Now that would make my mama very, very happy. It does. Uh, I said that as if she's not still with us, but she is. And she's a realtor and has been for a couple of decades. And so she's super proud of that. And I'm big and I love real estate as well. So that's a very exciting uh, gig for me. And I'm very happy to be back on it. But let's talk about those early days when I was just starting out and see if you can find some clues for success in your journey through my story. Okay, so the first thing I just got to say, we've got to get over your your ego, your potential ego. I don't want to assume that you have one, but many people do and think in thinking that people care about you. They care about themselves. Nobody wants to just give you a speaking gig because you think you're awesome. I'm glad you think you're awesome. You should think you're awesome. I think I'm awesome, right? But other people don't. They're over there thinking they're awesome. So you really got to think about the value you're going to bring to them and not what they can give you. I made this mistake too. I just booked my first TEDx talk for November of this year. For four years, I was trying to get a TEDx and I was very focused on me and why I'm awesome and I never got one. When I started genuinely thinking about ideas worth spreading that I wanted to spread to help people, well, what do you know? Then I got accepted. So the first thing that you want to do is identify, well, what can I talk about? It doesn't have to be in your business, although that's a likely and logical transition. If you're in sales, then speaking at company events or association events or conferences on sales it makes a lot of sense, right? Um if you're an, in athletics and you're an athletic director, then you may be speaking to colleges or even high schools about their athletic programs. That might be an easy end for you. This doesn't just have to be what, what business you're in. What are you skilled about that you can talk about at length for hours, right? What can you talk about all day that you enjoy talking about, that you're passionate about? And here is the key, folks. Not just what you enjoy talking about and that you're passionate about and that you're, you're able to speak on and, and you're skilled at, but what do you have a unique approach or unique perspective to, okay? Just being able to talk about something and having knowledge on it and even being passionate about it is not quite enough when you're out there competing with all these other people who want to be on stage too. Having a twist, a unique approach to the work that you do. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I help people through storytelling. Specifically, I help marketers tell great stories when they don't have a lot of money, resources, equipment, crew? Because that was me when I was making a film five years ago when I realized, hey, this is how I can help people. What is your unique approach to what you do? The second part of understanding what you can talk about before you even go trying to pitch yourself for speaking gigs, who can you help with that knowledge, that unique approach or perspective that you have on your topic that you're skilled at, right, and that you're passionate about, okay? Who are the people that would benefit from it. Get a clear vision of that. Understand the lessons and the takeaways that you're, you're delivering to people and who would really benefit from that. For me, it's often marketers. But if I want to get more specific, which you should, it's beginner marketers, right? I'm not helping the marketing team at, at Apple or Coca-Cola or Budweiser, right? I'm working with entrepreneurs, small, small to medium business owners, nonprofits, influencers, creators, individuals, right? I am helping people who don't have time to learn everything about marketing and video production and social media. I help them understand how to keep it simple and tell great stories and then use whatever tools they do know how to use and then keep getting better and better and adding tools to their toolbox. You want to get that specific with who you can help. Okay, so once you've identified who you can help, you gotta find them, where are they, right? Where do they exist in the world? The easiest way to to think about this is what groups do they belong to? Now when you're first starting speaking or before you've started speaking, you may not know what's out there and there's a lot of different verticals or or spaces that you can speak in, okay? I tend to speak a lot to associations. That's membership associations. Hey, I just, I just told you I'm doing some work for realtors, right? I've done work for National Association of Realtors. That's an association. There are statewide associations. There's the national ones. There's regional ones. There's local ones. So that is a membership organization that I speak to and help. U.S. Sailing, I mentioned that keynote as well. That's a membership organization of all the sailing associations from Greensboro or from uh, Boston or from wherever. They go to U.S. Sailing in San Diego to, to learn how to be better sailing instructors, right? That's what they do. Associations have been really great for me, but you can also talk to corporations or companies. That's going to Coca-Cola or going to one of my clients is a um, electric company, basically an electric co-op in eastern North Carolina, and I go teach them internally. Now, if they had an event, which often corporations do if they're they're big enough. Uh, they don't even have to be big enough. They just have to have that desire to host a, a local event. But if they're hosting an event, a local conference uh, in their industry or something like that, that would be a corporation, right? You would be working with that corporation. But especially big ones, big corporations may have 500, 1,000 employees, 10,000 employees. I don't know. Even if they have 100, they still may have an internal event or hire you to come teach them how to be better leaders how to be better storytellers how to you know swing a bat and get on base every time I don't know like whatever you're talking about corporations, companies are another great space that you can speak in. There's also the education route, uh, colleges, high schools. Now, you have to understand how to talk to a different group of people there. They're not C-level uh, you know, business people. They're not uh, older, mature adults like you and I. These are kids, and the lower you go on that uh, um, um, academic ladder, we'll call it, the harder it's going to be. If you're speaking to middle schoolers, it's, it's going to be hard to keep their attention. If you're speaking to the collegiate level, they, they kind of know where they're going, they know what they're interested in. They're probably there for a real reason. High school, yeah, may, may be challenging when everybody has to be in the assembly together. Together, do you remember that when you were a kid and there's an assembly and some motivational speaker? And often they were lame. Hey, you could be that lame person getting paid a lot of money to go speak at Washington High School where I grew up. So the schools. Um, what else? Faith-based communities. There's a lot of different communities out there that you can that you can speak to. You have to find where your people are. Conferences. Conferences is a huge one. I speak at a lot of conferences too. Marketing conferences, social media conferences. I I spoke at a, a conference for the U.S. Navy right? There's a ton. If you're in in a certain industry, which most of you are in businesses out there, there's probably a conference for that, right? Big tech, fintech, solar panels, everything has events that business leaders attend to try to do their job better. Look for these places, find where your people are so that then you can approach them and pitch yourself, right? Beyond looking in the physical space, hey, if the pandemic has taught us anything virtual, there's a lot of opportunity online as well. Webinars, Facebook live shows, podcasts, any kind of show that someone has now. I was on a a news app called Erupt. and It's a social media news app and and they interview people, experts. We talked about storytelling. My talk was Uh, how to pandemic proof your business. And the premise was using your story to find exactly what it is you do and who you serve. So that no matter what happens to your business, you can always pivot and pandemic proof it because you know how you serve them. The manner in which you serve them can change, right? If you're a chef and there are no more weddings, like that happened to my brother, then you may start doing family dinners for people at home, but you're still cooking. You understand? Okay, so look online. There are so many more opportunities online now, and you get paid well for those too. It all depends on the value that you bring. Okay, so now that we understand what we can talk about, what provides value for what people, and where they exist in the world or in, on the internet, now you have to do what speakers do. Speakers speak. You got to tell people when you're talking online, if you see someone in the in the elevator, the proverbial elevator, pitch it to them. Tell them what you're up to. And people say, hey, how's life going? Oh, good, man. I just started speaking and it's like a real new new part of my career and I'm really excited by it. I'm really, really fulfilled by it. And people will ask, but start telling people and take any opportunity you have. Okay? If someone invites you to be on their podcast, take it, especially when you're just getting started and you haven't booked your first gig yet. You will reach a point where you don't want to take any more free gigs or uh, low-paying gigs. I hope you get there, but to get there, you have to, you have to prime the pump and you have to get that first gig, and you just have to talk and get yourself visible. Now, if you're not getting booked on anywhere, go outward. Shoot video yourself, do a weekly live on your topic on whatever channel you prefer LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram. TikTok, oh, they all have live now. So whatever you use, whatever has the biggest platform, go live and just talk about your topic and you will hone your skills. You will get better. You will start to build your audience. And at some point, someone out there will see you and say, hey, our, our organization is having a webinar um, in November. Would you like to speak at it? I've been seeing you talking about, you know, sales and leadership, storytelling and sales or whatever that might be. Speakers speak. Do that. Talk about your topic as much as you can. All right, now let's talk about getting your first booked. Speaking gig. Okay. This is where you got to get scrappy. You got to get down and dirty. It is so important for you to get this first gig. Okay. Not just for your confidence, but also for your business. Okay. This will help your confidence. This will help you understand what works well. The feedback that you get will be great. The connections that you make will be great. And it will build your resume. Okay. You will hopefully get good references from this and you'll start to be known as it. But more than anything, it builds up momentum. You get one in the books. Now you're like, now I'm not just thinking about being a speaker and and talking about being a speaker and hoping people will believe me that I'm a speaker. You have proof. You have social proof now that you are a speaker. doesn't matter that you're paid. You've booked a speaking gig. You're a professional speaker right now. You just happen to do a pro bono gig, right? But the social proof aspect is crucial but it doesn't exist unless you get it. You have to gather it. You have to take care of that. So what does that look like? Every gig that you get, free or not, you want to get footage and you want to get photos. Okay, And ideally you can find somebody who can do both and toggle back and forth. That's exactly what I do. I bring my own camera. I put it up in the back on a wide shot. And I have someone else shooting video and photo the whole time. It is going to be worth it, I promise. And even if you're not getting paid for your gig, it is worth That investment, we'll call it, not an expense to get video for it. You need it desperately because more than anything you need to populate your website showing that you're a speaker and you need social proof you need some pictures sometimes but you also need video you're gonna need a speaker reel you're gonna need to show people that you can tell them what your topic is till you're blue in the face but they want to see you deliver because so much about speaking is entertaining you have to have a presence you can't just get up there and talk about speaking like this and you will put everybody to sleep you got to be energetic you got to be passionate you got to inspire people to take action with your words okay that's what they're looking for humor is great people want to have a good time just like television and film you want to entertain people as well as educate them okay Video is crucial. You don't have to spend that much. You don't have to get a huge team. Just get one person. Let them know it's a short gig, easy gig. They pass off the footage at the end of the, sh- of the shoot, which should only be like an hour or something like that, so you can get somebody for a couple hundred dollars. It is well worth it. Then when you start booking uh, paid speaking gigs, then it's just a little expense like uh, your air your 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 airplane or your, your travel or any of that sort of stuff, right? Your, your hotel that you get. It's just another expense, okay? I'm going to Nashville in a couple of days. I've got somebody lined up to do that. This will be so worth it. What else you want to get, we've already alluded to, is references. You really want to talk to somebody and, and, and get a quote from them, get a testimonial from them, the person who booked you for the gig, or someone of stature, the CEO if you can, or the communications director, or whomever that you can, that it would look good on your website or your social media or any of your marketing to say, Rain Bennett was such an amazing speaker, he was energetic, and all the sailors loved him, and they cried, and then they went out and did great work in the world, whatever it might be. Get references, get testimonials, and populate your website with that. You want to be a professional speaker? You got to look like a professional speaker. And to do so, you have to have that sort of content. And lastly, when you book that first free speaking gig, You need to get feedback. Now, sometimes, depending on the gig, they may have surveys. Anyway, if it's a webinar, they may have a survey because they want their participants to enjoy themselves and get a lot of feedback or or give a lot of feedback and, and enjoy themselves and get a lot of value. And so they will ask them, hey, what'd you like about this session? And they will usually send you those results if they don't ask for them. But you should also see that. And then when you're taking video of yourself, you watch the video back, you see what's working and what's not. When nobody's talking and it's boring, you can tell. When people are excited and they're laughing at what you have to say or they're writing furiously, you know. They're engaged. You have to criticize yourself and critique yourself every time you speak and get better and better and better and better. Now, where do we begin when we're looking for that first gig? Where do we even get it? A little tool of the trade do a Google Alert. Go to googlecom alerts and you can type in key phrases, whatever. Rain Bennett, a uh, storytelling expert, call for speakers this is what I want you to type in, or call for presenters, but call for speakers most commonly. And you can set the frequency that that alert. Uh, delivers to your inbox, your email inbox, weekly, daily, whatever you want it to be. And it will scrub the internet for that phrase, call for speakers. And you can put variations of the phrase on there, and then it will put that in your inbox, all the call for speakers you see. Most of those are going to be for breakout sessions, not uh, not keynotes. And most of all them are going to be free. And that's okay. That's what we're trying to get. I have gotten paid for one of those. And then it was for the U.S. video show, and it was 500 bucks. So for some people, that's a lot. For me, that's that's not much anymore. But for for this, hey, it was fine because I was still just trying to get my reps in and get different uh, speaking gigs under my belt, right, and on my resume. Also, it might be worth it to do a free one just depending on the client. For I did a free one for the U.S. Navy. I'd do it again. I spoke for the U.S. Navy. and That's not normally in my repertoire for storytelling. <laughs> All right. So Call for Speakers is a great resource. And if you see someone, there's an event that uh, you may be able to speak to. And listen, If you, I spoke at the U.S. Navy. It was about environmental safety, this, this conference they had. And I spoke about how storytelling can help uh, preserve our environmental health. That's a completely unique angle. Nobody else was pitching that kind of thing. I wasn't talking about how to stop climate change. I was talking about how to inspire people to care enough to try to stop climate change. Right. But most everybody else is going to be in there trying to like a, like a feeding frenzy, you know, trying to get the same, you know, piece of the pie. You need to come from another angle. So you can see a call for speakers for an event that may not make sense at first. It may not be in marketing or social media like my, like most of mine would be, but it may be for something that you can come from a unique angle in. Secondly, go to events, the first uh, speaking gig that I ever booked in 2018, the free one, it was in the basement of a public library, came because I went to a non communicator conference right by my house. I went to the conference hopefully to meet clients, and I didn't meet, meet any clients, but I got on the email list of the conference uh, organizers, and in October, and in the fall when they were reaching out, scheduling their little lunch and learns that they provided for the community for free, they said, hey, does anybody have any idea for great topics this fall? And I said, what about video storytelling for nonprofits?" And they were like, yes, in all capital letters and I booked that one and then I spoke for their conference the next year, just one year after I attended it, but had I not gone there and attended it in the space that I'm in would have never gotten it. and then that was the first paid speaking gig I got and then I was off to the races. So go to these events, mingle with the people that you want to help and speak to, listen to them, learn their pain points, spend time with them, network with them, connect with them, and you never know what will come out of it. Everything is generated from human connections. That's why storytelling is so important. It also generates human connection. Other places that you can find events is anywhere. Email, you know, blogs, just stay stay tuned to it. Social media, the algorithms are so good. Now, once you start looking at something, you'll get ads for conferences and things like that going on around your area and nationally, right? Be interested. Go to these places. Look for opportunities. When your eyes are open, you tend to see things, right? So look for these opportunities. Ask people. Ask people when you talk to them. If you have an email list, email them. If you work at a big company, ask people around. Ask your boss. There may be an internal event that you don't even know about that there's a slot available for employees every year that you don't even know about. Nobody's going to give it to you if you don't ask, okay? Be out there. Try to find it. Or Again, you got to be scrappy, and you got to find this first gig. Now, there will come a time where you have the opportunity to book a paid gig, This is a really hard part, and we don't have time today to get into all of it, but I'm going to give you the tiers of payment that you can expect. Now, it's going to be hard to find where you are on this spectrum. It really depends on the budget of the people and you doing some research, but I'm going to try to give you some transparency here today. Okay, The first milestone, mile marker that I would advise you to go after is $1,000. $1,000 is kind of the... I don't want to say the, 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 the lowest on the totem pole or like the first, it's like the first level you want to unlock as a professional speaker. There's not many paid speaking gigs that pay less than that. I told you already I got one for 500 That's about as low as you'll see. Maybe some people will have a stipend for $100 or $200, but usually a, a professional paid speaking gig at a minimum will be $500 to $1,000. Other than that. They'll probably just do it for for uh, you know pro bono, or just ask people to do it um, for free. Maybe getting some sponsorship or getting your name out there for for promotion. But usually you don't see a lot less than a thousand dollars, and it's hard to get there. And when you do, it's so exciting. As you go on, you realize it's really not that much money for how much work went into it. It's not the hour that you speak; it's all the hours that you went preparing. For it. It's all the hours that you spent learning the stuff that you needed to learn in order to prepare for it, in order to deliver it. It's traveling there, it's traveling back. It's all of that, right? You don't just go show up and speak for an hour and come back, and that's all it took. Okay. So a thousand dollars is great. The next level is at a thousand dollars to five thousand dollars. Okay, maybe twenty five hundred, something like that. That's gonna be a local event, you know, could be a workshop could be for local chamber of commerce something like that uh small group they don't have a lot of money maybe there's a sponsor or something or a local sponsor behind it but that's pretty once you've gotten some some paid speaking gigs this is probably where you'll fall most people start off when they're getting speaking gigs at that five thousand dollar mark that's where they want to be they think that is oh my gosh you got five thousand dollars today and that's good money right that's what you where you want to be i'm hat i'm Happy with that or was happy with that once upon a time. But as you grow and get better, you'll understand that that also is not a terrible amount of money when some of these events have real money and real sponsors behind them. The next level would be that 5000 to 10000 or maybe around 7500 It's about where I am now. The most I've ever been paid is 10000 Now I'm getting $7,500, 8500 pretty routinely, and I'm about ready to take the leap to the next point. That is usually, that could be a national keynote. That's something with some real, some decent money behind it, probably some good sponsors. Like I said, could be a national event, could still be regional, but... Now you're starting to get on bigger stages, maybe in front of 500 people, a few hundred people. Okay, Maybe a nice event hall and not just a conference room where you're all standing on the floor. You're probably on stage if you're getting $5,000 to $10,000. Above that, now this is a big wide gap, but between 10 and say like $25,000, you're a professional speaker. 10 to 20 is usually a gap and then 20 to 30, 25 is, is usually the next level. But that's somebody who's typically, they have an agent or they're represented by a speakers bureau and they're probably a full-time professional speaker. They doubt they have time uh, in their their schedules for a day job if they're getting that much. Now, you may do something else and get invited and your stature is so high that you get paid well. We'll talk about that in a second. But most of the professional public speakers I know that do this for a living and they are good and they've been doing it for a while. They're over 10,000, maybe under 25 or 30, maybe up to 50 if they're like really top tier. But at that point, they're borderline getting on the next and final level that we'll talk about today, which is celebrity. If you're a celebrity, even if you're a celebrity who does a lot of speaking, you can command a lot of money. That could be 30,000 up to 300,000. I mean, that could really be anything. They want to argue for it if it's worth it to get them there. Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, you know, uh, Mel Robbins, you know, any of these big names that do their own thing, but then they get called in to to be keynote speakers. They've never had to do workshops for, you know, 500 bucks or breakout sessions. They already kind of started there because they already have an audience, but they bring a lot of value. Some people will pay to attend those conferences because that person is there. Many people will. So they're still providing value by being there, but I promise you they wouldn't keep getting booked if they weren't good at speaking and conveying their ideas, too. So don't worry about that right now, unless you're a celebrity. Worry about that first tier and just getting out there and getting the reps in like anything else. If you want to share your story on stage, it's going to take practice. It's going to take a lot of planning, so I want you to know where to go and not just blindly swing in for the fences. But you got to practice. you got to get your reps in, get in shape, so that when the time comes for that first paid speaking gig, you will deliver and you will knock it out of the park. And that is how you can share your story on the stage. We'll see you next time on the Storytelling Lab. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.